We go that way, and I point the direction that we're facing. And we kill that, and she points at the sun. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I was going to challenge him to a magical duel, and when I inevitably defeated him... <laughs> what are you all laughing at? <laughs> dwarf fighter with proclivity for drinking and fighting. So a dwarf. A dwarf. I, I call those dwarves. <laughs> I didn't want to play into stereotype. No, they're true. <laughs> you see right there in the middle of the field, body parts, some armor laying around, and also a burning tank. So this is not something like, well, let's hope let's hope it's illusions and they're sexy ladies. No, it drives people mad. <laughs> it's just sexy elves falling lifeless from the sky. <laughs> you are both staring at an average everyday scene in front of you. And a graveyard. Hey everyone, this is Billy, and we're back to play some D&D at, on Fanable.com role-playing podcast. Woo! Woo! Yes, we're back with the usual gang. Uh, as you guys might remember, we actually enjoyed 5th edition, which was crazy, because I would not have called that. But I uh, wouldn't have called. I enjoyed fifth edition. <laughs> yeah, like, so that's that. I and think the world the, split open that yeah. day. Yeah. We're actually we sure going to yeah, yeah. like did hell freeze over. Yeah. Well, for you guys, you probably it's been months uh, between the, the sessions, <laughs> but uh, for us, this is just a week afterwards. So maybe that was rose col- uh, colored uh, glasses. tinted glasses. Yeah. We, we we were looking through or something. So we're gonna try this again and see if it uh, doesn't explode. Yeah, it's like <laughs> sleeping with somebody for the second time. You know, like. <clears throat> The novelty is gone. Let's see if we can really, you know, if there's something there. Yeah, yeah, yeah I like that. Yeah, this is our this is our second. I'm equating D and D with putting my penis in something. You're listening to Fanable.com Live Podcast. <laughs> As yes, you guys Fanable. remembered, uh, we started out last campaign uh, in the continent or the land of Atavia, uh, in the town of Trezabon. Uh, unlike Trezabon, uh, in all my other D&D campaigns, this one did not end up with, like, being uh, the summoning center of hell. So, good for you. Uh, you guys discovered there, um, uh, you guys discovered an old vanguard base, and you found out that your ancestors, really, were prisoners from that base, uh, the vanguard base, and the high elves were using you as a source of life? And that's how they were getting their power and also how they weren't dying from the disease that the Vanguard released. The Vanguard, as you remember, are pretty militant on their ideas that uh, you shouldn't be worshipping the gods because the gods were parasitic entities. Uh, that was the only thing I kept on repeating. Yep. Uh, so the Vanguard kind of poisoned the elves in order to stop them from worshipping the Eternal, which is the only god in Octavia, if you ignore the uh, lizard men's uh, uh, not really a god, it's more of a philosophy. The <laughs> You know what? It's called Kasha. Yes. <laughs> you know what? We're gonna fucking do it. Yeah. Nice. The lizard men's god, it's the scales, it's not a god, it's a scale called the Kasha. And uh, so they believe in uh, gambling. But yes, you guys, of course, uh, made it back to the base where you found out that there was a council and that the high elves were in on it and that you were pretty much, you weren't going to be allowed to stay because you couldn't be, uh, they, they didn't want the rumor or the, well, fact getting around that the high elves were draining people of their life energy. Imagine that. So Cantor, the high elf that you released, uh, teleported you. 50 miles away, and told you never to come back. And we start 
with introducing our characters. The, yes, we start off our three characters, starting to my left. Left or Hey, everybody. <laughs> nice. Faked me out. Mother? Hey, everybody. This is Dave, reprising my role as Kai, the wood elf monk, now level two. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and at level two, you start developing mystic powers, so I'm going to have to figure out real quick how I'm cool with that. Um <laughs> And, uh, well, I, I have an idea. You've been you, you've been training all your life to reach that point. That's true. <laughs> Level two. <laughs> That's not your first adventure. Good job. Well, well you find this place beast man. That's true. <laughs> but I think I think more of it was just my uh, my my sensei just made me like aim for a very low bar because <laughs> after the fifth year he's just like oh boy this this kid is not getting it. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I told you pants aren't needed. <laughs> the way of no pants. Brotherhood of the Traveling Pantless. Um, <laughs> it's a work in progress. All right. Uh, so, yeah, my character is a monk. He's a wood elf. He's young and scrappy and not as brave as his compatriots. Uh, and he travels lightly and is glad. He carries a big stick? Uh, no, couldn't afford the stick because <laughs> monks start with zero. Monks start in, like, student debt level money. They, like... You get a call from Sally Mae. Exactly. The eternal Sally Mae. Yeah, they get, oh, hi. Yeah, that is that is why I'm on the road now, is <laughs> yeah. to get the fuck out of, away from my loan officers. Uh, so, yeah, that's that's pretty much... Uh, that's me. Uh, I hit stuff. Kind of. And, and I run away. And you don't climb. I do not. Yeah, for a wood elf, the trees and you have just not... No. Apparently, as a monk, they did not train you to try climb a fucking tree. No, that's a different branch of the monastery. <laughs> uh, <laughs> get it in early! Oh. <laughs> all right. Okay, Angela. It's been nice knowing you all. <laughs> Hi, everyone. This is Angela. I am back playing Gwen Sterig, the half-orc barbarian, also level two now, which means I start becoming just a little more terrifying. With my ability to uh, just recklessly attack people, that's just that's just my thing now. Well, just, you're not, you weren't trained to be a barbarian. You were trained well, no, to be I a. Am, I am actually. I was trained to be a hunter's apprentice. Um, but I'm in a hunter's apprentice with anger issues because long ago in the family tree there was a, a relationship with an orc, and the. That, yep. That's just how Gagalot goes. Yep. Or DNA kind of travels. Yep. Just kind of so gets around. just randomly in, in um, my branch of the family tree. Uh, so I am the lone half-orc in a family of humans. And you are what, 17? Yep. yep 17, 17 years old. And of course you have a loving mother, loving father, and a little brother. He's uh, a dork. Who's 16. And a dork. And, uh, and a dork, yes. Don't forget that he he is a dork. And your parents kicked you out of Dodge. Yep. And then we move over to Jesus, our dwarf. Well, I was going to say, but fine, thanks. No. Uh, this is Jesus once again playing a dwarf and living to stereotype being just a plain old fighter who will wreck your shit. Not if I wreck it first. Ah, God damn it. Okay, fine. I'll be faster than you. <laughs> well, technically, stop being racist. Because your little legs. <laughs> <laughs> Watching him run is so funny. Just stop running. Stop running. I just want to point out when you guys had to make run rolls, I think Jesus was the one that passed Shut up. every time. Like, the, the power of He just starts moving strong. his little feet like a little baby. Like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I like to think it's more like a Warner Brothers cartoon. Like, <laughs> what? Hmm? So, anything else about your character you'd like to bring up? Well, there's the fact that his I, height. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look at that. There's an axe on your back. How's that feel? Huh? No, I like to think about the fact that my one of my great-great-grandfather was of the Stonebender clan, 
who were the greatest tank builders of the vanguard. That is the only thing you know about your great-great-grandfather. Well, yeah. But per- like, you've been proclaiming that ever since you know, no, no. like, as a tank builder. It's proclaiming. Like- it's, it's fact. Yeah. He was the greatest tank builder. He designed most of the ships, of the, most of the tanks, ships, boats of the vanguard, as well as many of their weaponry. All out of stone. Yes, Which explains exactly. why their navy is not known to be the most formidable thing. Exactly. <laughs> also, you can't bend stones, so there's a lot you can say about your grandfather. Also, something you don't know about your grandfather? Diabetes. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. That's Diabetes. so sad. <laughs> that, would be, that would be an amazing portrait in your family home. <laughs> Just like above the grand fireplace, there's a proud picture of a dwarf leaning on a pickaxe. It's like taken to us too soon by Diabetes. Diabetes. Okay, okay, I, okay, okay, right, okay. Right. So, we are starting out, and you guys, watch Cantor, back away from you guys, offer you his sly comment, I can't remember what he said, fuck you, and you said, fuck you! <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. And, that's, that's yeah. pretty much what it was. In fantasy speak, fuck it thee, <laughs> fuck it thee. Fuck it thee. And uh, he, he shimmers away, uh, like stepping through like a pond. Not shimmies away. Oh, he okay. shimmers away like something through there's water. There's fireworks for no good reason just to attack predators. Just and he's gone. Dick. Mm. Around you, as I said, you see the barren lands, which is where your home is located at, where there are horrific beasts. And even here, you can see, even 50 miles away, you can see some of those giant fucking beasts still prowling around, roaring. Scorpions filled with scorpions. Yeah, scorpions filled with scorpions. <laughs> you see those still. And ahead of you, you see a, a trail. And a, a forest. And even around you, there are giant trees. And even the grass seems here just a little bit greener. Though if you go to the other side, that might also seem a little bit greener. Who knows? <laughs> the grass is always, is greener on this side. <laughs> and you guys are left remembering, of course, that those monsters that you see out there are just magical constructs of the elf empire to keep people inside the bubbles. And uh, you guys are just there with your packs. No direction other than do not ever go back this way. Huh. So what's the plan, guys? We go that way, and I point the direction that we're facing. And we kill that, and she points at the sun. <laughs> <laughs> is it day or is it night? It is it's, night. A li- it's a little bit day. Uh, oh, well, okay. uh, it might have been night, but you know, I'll fuck you all. It <laughs> uh, could have also just been my imagination. I don't know if you said Exactly. It. You guys are, yeah, yeah. It might just, you know, yeah, whatever. It is about... Afternoon, you'd feel. The sun has passed. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's high, but it's past noon. And, uh, speaking of which, as you guys, you know, Angela points forward, and of course, David points towards the sky, cause yep. he's being a smart ass. Yep. <laughs> um, you suddenly hear, uh, from the branches above you, oh, God, guys! Oh, no. Hello! Help! Help! Oh, oh, no. And Angela, you recognize that voice instantly. And as you all look up, you see Talvi clinging onto a branch, I don't know, 40 feet up high. Just his feet are waggling. His pack is stuck on his back. He is, he, he, he is in a tree. Uh, uh, Gwen? Talvi? Gwen, your little brother. I can see that. He's being attacked by that tree. Everybody do something. Wow, just because it's bigger than you doesn't mean it's attacking. <laughs> Everybody it's introducing our fourth companion, Tal Vanicus. Hey guys, this is Dan, and I'm playing... Jesus, where'd you come from? Poof! <laughs> 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 Magic. Magic! Oh my god! I ain't playing a wizard! Ah, <laughs> oh, damn it. I knew the Puerto Ricans were magic, but I never knew it this far. 
Uh, so yeah, there's there's Talvi clinging to a branch, forty feet away. Guys, guys, I, I forgot to memorize Featherfall. Please, oh god, oh, can the monk climb? No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let me get my axe shut down this tree. Give me a second. Okay, just going back, Talvi. This is what happened. You were thrown back into the bubble uh, as you watched your sister almost get killed by the scorpion. Mm-hmm. Then you watched as these guys fell to their presumed death, and of course you ran home to get your parents. And uh, after a while, around nighttime, when you guys were still debating on if you should go to save your sister, which you kept on saying, I can feather fall us all. Yeah. You couldn't, of course. Yeah, I um, feather fall me. Uh, an elf came by uh, called Cantor. Mm-hmm. And uh, soon afterwards, all three of them came back. And before you could even go and see your sister, your parents told you to go home. You did not, because you are 16 and an adult. Right. We all remember being 16 and adults. So You make wise decisions. And that is when you heard your parents and everybody agree that they had to go. And they couldn't say goodbye to you. And you and your sister, you're not the best of friends, but she's your sister. You've known her for 16 years of your life. She was the one that let you out of the closet when you were stuck there for two hours Admittedly, she was the one that was leaning against the door for those two hours before you started crying. I am a benevolent god. <laughs> <laughs> she was also the one that kept, uh, you know, bullies away from you and stuff like that. So if the idea of her being banished, you weren't gonna, you weren't gonna do it. So right. you threw on your pack and you were gonna go out there and you were going to face Cantor in a magical duel. Right. <laughs> Because you had been practicing your spells. Totally. That's why you didn't uh, memorize uh, Featherfall, because yeah, this was, was a fight. Exactly. <laughs> you you had your spells ready to the go. only person falling was that old man. <laughs> That's right. He better memorize Featherfall. <laughs> <laughs> so, I really hope that's like wizard playground trash. <laughs> you better hope you yeah. memorize Featherfall, <laughs> This huh? is going to be a two-hit fight. Me hitting you, and then me hitting the books. <laughs> <laughs> There's going to be two kinds of sprays, color spray, then blood spray. (laughs) Okay, so you ran out there as they went through the bubble. And you charged out there as Cantor made them all grab hands. And just while you're about to hit Cantor in the face Mm -hmm. with your quarterstaff, a bubble appeared. And as a magician, as a studier of the dark arts Mm -hmm. for like four years, uh, you know exactly what was going on. Actually, no. What you assume what was happening was it was a teleportation spell, a teleportation spell that you've read about. Mm-hmm. And what he was doing, and by making them all hold, you know, touch onto him, is basically by locking onto their blood and kind of pulling it with him, he was making an orb in order to send them far away. Then you felt the crushing power yourself, and you realized that your blood is very much like your sister's. Mm-hmm. And you, since you were in the proximity of right above him about to hit him with a quarterstaff, because that's how wizards duel start out, <laughs> you were suddenly transported with them. The only problem was when he was able to, basically you all flew at the same you know rate, whatever, however teleportations work, he was able to guide it slowly down to the ground and land them. Where you were just more, when he opened up, you were in the air. And you grabbed for the only thing that you could see, Mm -hmm. which was a tree branch. And now you're hanging 40 feet in the air. Yep. And your quarterstaff, do you have a quarterstaff? I assume I do. 
Yes, you you have, now. <laughs> you have a quarter staff. It's fallen. Like you guys didn't even notice it because you were too busy being teleported. That there is a, in fact, a quarter staff like laying haphazardly near a tree. Yeah, but you have your pack on you and stuff like yeah. that, and your book of spells which is in my pack. Yeah, and your <laughs> which is in your pack, but you tried to try to get you. Yep. You could really use that feather fall. Do you yep. have feather fall as a? Spell? Yeah, yeah, I do have it. But you're not memorized. Okay. Yeah, not memorized. No, I memorized uh, charm person, color spray, and witch bolts. None of which are useful in this situation. <laughs> witch bolts. <laughs> you better yeah. let me go, tree. If you know it's good for you. <laughs> so yeah, you guys right now, uh, Cantor is gone. Like he's he's left, and you're just left with the forest, the sounds, and the wine of Talvi up there. Holding on for dare life. Hey, Dalvi, let's make a strength athletics check. <laughs> uh, ten for oh, now. Oh, boy. All right, athletics is straight up uh, yeah, strength. All right. Yeah, uh, do you have athletics as a skill? Uh, well, not trained. No, 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 it's fine. It's If you have it, if you have anything trained, you get plus two. Yeah. So, but not, so. this, now this is just an attribute test. Right. So roll, roll over ten. Yeah. And what's your strength at? Uh, Eleven. Okay, so you get it's zero. Hey, over ten. Oh, nice. You you, put, you hold on, remembering all those gym classes. <laughs> you, I skipped. Yeah, yeah. you skipped <laughs> and regretted and regretting every single one of them. Yeah. So right now, guys, he is forty feet up in a tree. All right, I've got you. Let me get my axe. What are you going to do? Chop down a tree. I found a stick. Stop. That's my quarter staff. It's and not forty feet long. The next like. Five minutes is spent with Gwen disarming. There's like just the clanking sound of of weapons being dropped in her pack before she's lightened her weight enough that she's going to climb the tree. Oh wait, is anybody else going to try to climb the tree? The tree cutting would have been faster, but fine. Oh wait, Angela, by all means, make a. uh... You know what, Angela? Actually, here's what I'm going to say. You are a half orc. Mm -hmm. You are giant. You can try climbing the tree. But that branch. I did really good. <laughs> no, you did. You did. But that branch might break Never with your weight. Yeah. There's okay. only one man who needs to get over his pair of trees today. Too bad he's not here right now. So we're stuck with <laughs> Cantor. <laughs> the thing is, Cantor floated away. He totally saw this kid hanging from the tree and just gave a shit-eating smirk. Like, like Gandalf's dickbag brother. Yeah. Yeah. That wasn't Cantor's first mage duel. Yeah. He saw that quarterstaff in the face go, and he's like, I know what to do here. <laughs> exactly. He, yeah. All right. So you, you can't do this, but there's a chance that this, this branch could break. You wouldn't, if, if someone lighter went up, you would not have to worry about the branch breaking. You know who's lighter? People are half our size. <laughs> Even in armor. <laughs> All right. Oh, you, you character looks at me. All right. All right. I'm coming, Talvi. Yay. Don't move. I won't. All right. All right. David, let's, let's, let's try to get the David dice out of the way. <laughs> no, no, no. Am I dying this soon? Yeah. <laughs> there is no David dice. You are going to roll some kaida dice. Okay. Here we go. Nineteens, David. You remember a brief uh, uh, stint trying to climb over that incredibly easy tree escalator. Um, tree escalator. <laughs> it was pretty much that. There was, I think you had to roll like a five to get up that. You rolled a two twice. But uh, and you kind of close your eyes, take a breath, and say, "I can do this." And you start climbing, and then like five seconds later, you're like on your 40 feet up. You're like, oh my god. Oh, I've actually passed him. I have to go down a couple branches. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. 
So yeah, you're moving uh, now towards the tree, uh, towards the tree branch, uh, kind of okay. balancing your way on it. Yep. I'm not so going to make there's two roll. of us stuck up on a yep. tree. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to I'm going to sit down and straddle the um, the tree branch, and then I dig into my po- looking at Talvi. I kind of take in the surroundings. Um, you know the monk or Bay and his uh, uh, excuse me, uh, his sensei Bay and my character Kai both do that. Like they don't act with uh, with with with. Uh, uh, urgency. Um, so he kind of sits down and looks at the view, and then digs into his pocket and takes out a small uh, thing wrapped in a in a leaf and starts to unwind it. When I get you down, we probably won't have an option to uh, another opportunity to see this. So take it in, take it in. Do you see anything useful up there? Um, hands to hold a staff, but I can hold the staff too. No, stop holding. Are you getting a nice view? Are you enjoying this? Are you making a pretty little drawing about us? Is, is that what you're doing? I, in a sense, yeah. I'm taking in the portrait that has been offered to us. And he unwraps the uh, the leaf, and there's a little acorn covered in chocolate. Mm-hmm. And he pops it into his mouth and starts chewing. That sounds delicious. Yeah. Since you're since you're taking your time, anything in a distance looking interesting? Uh, these trees are these trees are giant. These are these are bigger trees than you guys have ever experienced. Though, so, admittedly, the trees that you guys have experienced are mostly something you would find in a normal forest. I mean, what I don't know, like forty feet up yeah. at best. I mean, these are these are small trees. In the distance, there is a forest of ginormous trees. We're talking indoor style trees. These are giant monstrosity trees that actually kind of pause you as you're still, you're like, oh, I'll just look around, and then you're like, holy shit, as you look out and you see these trees that they almost look like mountains in some cases, where the only reason you can know they're not mountains is because you see the branches that are as big as, I don't know, a couple houses and buildings sticking out of these with like, uh, with with, with almost, it looks like they have plumage instead of leaves themselves. So you have a massive tree forest ahead of you. Yeah, so my character is casually chewing and looks off and stops chewing and just swallows the acorn. Yes, uh, uh, there are no monsters, I hope. I'm, I'll get your brother down, Gwen, and I take out my pack and uh, get my rope out and tie it around the, 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 the uh, joint that connects the uh, bow to the rest of the, to the trunk of the tree. Uh, and then I tie another end towards... Um, uh, actually, I wrap it around the branch we're on, and I'm going to tie it on the end of Daniel's character so that I can con- control, uh, lower him down from where he is. Oh wow! You know what? Yeah. That's a that's a fair bit of engineering. Uh, I like it, mm-hmm. and uh, it's easy to do. You don't on a time constraint. So yes, Daniel, slowly but surely, after he convinces you to let go, <laughs> you begin lowering yourself. Uh, Gwen, he finally gets about ten feet from the air uh, in the air, kind of like a, a Talvi pinata. You played that game. Yeah, well, yeah, and I, I'm already six feet tall. I kind of just reach out and like hit him. Ow! <laughs> uh, so, and then you guys let him down the rest of the way, um, mm-hmm. and you, you can either take the climb back down. I'm not going to make you roll because you passed. <laughs> You're not going to make you roll because you fell. Yeah, and uh, there is Tally. How he got here, you do not know because the last thing you know, you were banished, not him. What did you do? Magic. Uh, and Gwen just gives you the look. Of, that is the wrong thing to say to her. You, well, Angela, not my magic. Angela, you 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 go back to 
many years of, you know, you're, you're, you, you walk into your room and you find him reading your diary. You're like, what did you do? Magic. Magic. <laughs> you walking into the bathroom and finding, like, everything's, like, on fire. What did you do? Magic. Him, you know, like, drinking the last bit of juice. And you walk in, you're like, what did you do? Magic. So magic is yeah. not a good excuse. <laughs> You've learned that. And also, it's never turned out to actually be magic. Yeah. The fire <laughs> was just he liked magic. <laughs> I really, really want to believe that you, in fact, did not make a wizard, Dan. <laughs> that you, in fact, made a rogue who's got really good sleight of hand. That would be amazing. That would pay. Yeah. Oh, well. Like, no, I... Look, I, I saw that that elf, well, I, I heard that you guys were getting banished, and I, I couldn't have that. So I was going to challenge the elf to a magical duel. Gwen's face is still like, you poor dumb child. Well, no, it's, it's what wizards do. So I, I was going to challenge him to a magical duel, and when I inevitably defeated him... <laughs> <laughs> what are you all laughing at? I'm, I was going to defeat the evil wizard. <laughs> Uh, okay, look, anyway, so once I, so, sorry. Yeah, so once I defeated him, then, then, then they'd have to let you back in. We don't, lowering myself down with, with my own rope and then like, snapping it off the branch and wrapping it back up. That's assuming that we want to go back. Well, I mean, there's monsters out here. We want to go back. We do, but not before we, well, I have something to do. The rest of you were on this path. We might as well explore it. As for you, Talvi, um, you're going home. There's you look, <laughs> You're going home. You look back, and there's an there's a there's a volcano of scorpions <laughs> shooting out little uh, uh, scorpions. I don't think that's an option. Yeah, it's fifty miles back. And remember, they gave you one day to not be attacked by the scorpions. You will not be making it back in one day. I can well, still order. Oh him no! To go yeah. Home. Oh no! Of course. Like, yeah. There's I one know this sure. out of care. No, of, of course, of course. You're going back, and you turn back, and you. Ah, no! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't think that's an option anymore. But with look, my- look, I'm, I'm, I am a, a powerful wizard, and I can be of great use to you uh, in your. Uh, what you is this again? are an annoying nerd, and you are going to stay right behind me because otherwise, mom is going to kill me when you get back. I can do that. But isn't... But with magic, all things are possible. No. Okay. (laughs) All right. Well, then you are on a road with a dwarf fighter with a proclivity for drinking and fighting. So a dwarf. A dwarf. I I call those dwarfs. (laughs) I didn't want to play into stereotype. No, they're true. (laughs) Uh, Your big sister, uh, whose unbridled rage is... Literally a threat to gods. I'm familiar with the unbridled rage. And a monastic seeker who has just taken a hallucinogenic substance given to him by his uh, wayward sensei. What did you do? Sensei said when I let when I left that because he could not train me, he he gave me a sequence of things to take once in the middle of the day, as is now. I will forgo food, drink water, and I will be on a spiritual quest. We also have a small dragon. <laughs> yes, Puffer, suddenly. Uh, you think that's part of the hallucination, Daniel. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, it, by the way, and, his and my pupils, be. like, while he's talking, his pupils are getting bigger and bigger. 
<laughs> oh, we should do a character um, descriptions because people don't know. Yeah, what yeah, we're yeah, about. yeah. Let's do uh, a character description. Uh, and Talvi, you can go next last since you're yes. the newest one, okay. and yep. you can hear what Angela looks like. And but but first, Puffer, I guess. Puffer. Yeah. The most uh, you, he brings up a dragon. Like there's a light dragon, and you're pretty sure he's speaking as a as high. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you've you you've read about effects of multiple drugs. <laughs> You haven't done them because the kids don't invite you to those parties. <laughs> but you've read, uh, you've done reports. Uh, but no later did he say, like, we have a dragon that he points that everybody kind of looks towards Angela's shoulders. And a tiny, it's not pink, it's not purple, but it's a combination of the two. It's dragon a dragon. Sits on her shoulders, butterfly wings sprouting out of it. It stares at you for a second, cants its head to the side, and then it flutters up like a uh, hummingbird, gets really close to, uh, to you to like kind of understand what the hell it's looking at, and suddenly it pulls back sharply, and it inflates like a, a, a blowfish. Mm-hmm. And then it lets out the largest roar you've ever heard in your life. Like, your hair flies back. <laughs> your robes and everything. Yeah. And it, and it spins wildly as it loses its balance, like... Aah! And then, it, and then, it, and then it goes back into its very thin mode. It flapping away, and then quickly hides behind Angela, seeing that you were able to stand its, its <laughs> vicious roar. Yeah, I stand there for a second. So, so, so I'm heading back home. Then. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we're saying. Okay, so starting right. this is what uh, Hazers. What do you yeah. look like? Doran is a four foot five dwarf, bald head, darkish skin with a. Uh, Oh, I'm still, I'm young, so I have a shortest beard on my face. But I, Look how little his <laughs> beard is. Don't call me a gnome. Don't do it. Uh, I'm in uh, some dusty and dented plate meal because I didn't have time to clean it up and fix it after our events of the first episode. And basically, yeah, and traveling clothing, as well as an, an axe. Do you have, uh, do you have, your, you remember you have your father's, a uh, grandfather's oh, pickaxe? Yes, my grandfather's pickaxe. And you pick-axe. also have, I believe, a vanguard battle axe? Yes, I believe it was a vanguard battle axe. Yeah. David? Uh, okay, Kai is a, um, is a short-ish wood elf. Wood elves are already kind of short. They peak out around five or six feet. Uh, but he's, uh, like four foot ten, four foot nine. Uh, he has, uh, copper skin with, um, specks of reflective green in them. And he has mostly a shaved head except for he has, uh, three lines like mohawks in the, uh, King Koopa style. Of one down the center and then one on each side of his skull. Not his choice. He's just going bald in a very, very specific. Fashion. Yeah. Yeah. No, I had a full head of hair and then one day the sensei hit me in the shoulder and that's how it fell out. <laughs> in a very specific pattern. Yeah. He's a real joker, that one. <laughs> that's um, what he says. Actually, your sensei's been shaving your head. <laughs> All of these are true. <laughs> All of these are true. Oh, it's really weird. It's, uh, must be part of your training that you got a dick drawn on your face while you slept. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, you so, would know that Bay was the, he was a sensei right. slash town drunk. Yep. Um, he yeah. was not allowed in the library for urinating in the bathroom or what he thought was the bathroom, what Romance was actually yeah. uh, the uh, card catalog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Dewey Decimo system <laughs> got a little dewy on it. Okay. Oh. Oh. Nice work. Nice work. Um, yeah, so, so yeah, you know that his, his sensei was a, uh, town trunk, um, and, uh, you know, respected, but like just a complete psycho. Like, funny psycho, but he's a, he's a mean uncle 
and and the town was always better off when Kai had to study under him because then he could just focus all of his dickery on Kai. <laughs> um, and so, oh, uh, also Kai is uh, very thin. He's wearing monastic robes that expose one shoulder and are like kind of tied up so he can maneuver. And he has uh, now pupil inflated like wild eyes, like mm-hmm. these these kind of harried, um, ex- ex- uh, very expressive uh, eyes. <clears throat> That's it. And uh, Gwen Sterig, uh, full name, proper name, Guinevere. Uh, no one calls her that because she beats them up. Oh, there's one person that calls you that. Yeah, well, she's not here right now. <laughs> <laughs> because I was banished. <laughs> it's like, FYI, GM, I've been banished. <laughs> so my mother cannot terrorize me anymore. Um, and Gwen is, uh, she's about a little over six feet tall, so she's towering over the rest of the party so far, and she's still growing. Thank you, half-orc, uh, DNA. And because there's only, there was only one other half-orc in town, no one can quite tell her when she's going to stop growing, because that guy's, like, 25 years old. That's ancient, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's like, we don't know when she's going to stop growing, what she's going to top out at. Um, she has um, tusks from her, her upper teeth, um, about like three or four inches long. And uh, her skin has a, a grayish cast. She has brown hair that she wears tied back in a braid. And she also always wears a necklace with a boar's tooth on it. And it is the tooth of the first boar that she killed. Or her it's first not, baby tooth. It's not her baby uh, teeth. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And uh, so Tawi, you know, he's, he's uh, young. He's uh, 16 years old. Uh, nowhere near as tall as his sister, but still taller than apparently the rest of the party <laughs> at around five foot eight. Um, slim uh, uh, in a in a sort of uh, just forgets to eat sort of way because uh, he's he spent most of his uh, most of his adolescence uh, with his nose buried in books. And... Uh, He's uh, he's valiantly trying to grow a goatee, and, and it's it's not quite there yet. Uh, but but he's trying. He's trying. He, he's he's got one of those looks that you can tell he he might actually grow up to be a handsome man eventually. Uh, uh, but he's definitely not there yet. You look uh, like a nerd. Yeah, and uh, he's wearing uh, nerd robes, as his sister calls them, uh, or wizard uh, enchanter robes, as as he is uh, uh, more accurate. They used to be the curtains. Um, they, they used to be the curtains, uh, but he, he uh, one of the many skills of a wizard <laughs> is the ability to, to create thine own robes. He, he, t- he spent like a summer learning the sew, <laughs> and uh, and so he made his own robes and and, and, and stitched little moons and stars I mean, it, onto the hands. They are nice, like they are very nicely done. Because no. mom doesn't skimp when she's buying curtains. Yeah, you, mom, <laughs> you know, yeah. That, I mean, it was good fabric. She was getting rid of those curtains, getting new ones. It's just they are very nice robes. I just want people to realize they they're not they're not you look good He's but they nerd. were curtains. Your yeah, mother really came nice. home one day, looked at the empty windows and just said, "Gwen, where are my ace where are my armor class 13 curtains?" <laughs> <laughs> Magic. <laughs> and then you fell down the stairs. <laughs> oh, oh, I needed 14. <laughs> okay. So that is what everybody looks like. And you have a One Direction cover on your uh, spell book. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. All right, so you guys... Keeper, it's about, like I said, it is, uh, I would say, not midday. I would say it's probably, if we're going with our so standard clock, it's like 3. It's like 3 p.m. around. Assume it's a 24-hour day, so... 
You guys have the... Now can we go? I hope. Yes. Uh, Yes, and I have something to show you. Come on. And then he... Is it a pink elephant? Are you still on drugs He leans forward and moves his arms like he's walking, and then looks at his feet. Come on. And then he starts walking. (laughs) Uh, David, you can do... uh, Definitely do the... When you get in the creepy uh, hallucination, mm-hmm. I'll take care of those for you. Cool. I have an idea of how to do it. Okay? No problem. Right now, but you could do the effects of like, come on, feet move. Yep. When, just yeah. don't do the hallucinations until I. Start oh no, it. no, no problem. I can totally do the body effect of, <laughs> yeah, of just, being on a hallucinogen because I've read about it. Yes. 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 Not as much as Taffy. You've but, heard. You've heard stories. Yes. <laughs> so you guys are beginning uh, to walk, and uh, oh, you wanted to show him something, uh, David? Uh, yeah. No, I, I I take them over the crest of the hill. And I just kind of, uh, like take their chins and tilt them up so that they can see that we are in fact looking at tree. Like a tree versus there is just some sort of indistinct greenery in front of us. This tree is so giant, it has trees on it. (laughs) Yo dog, I heard you like trees. (laughs) So how about some trees to put on your trees? Wow. That's a big tree. Yeah. Is the sky forced? No, no. Thank you. No, for just, trust me. I, I was just in awe. It was just a, just awe thing. Now the trail that they had is in front of you actually leads you up towards. I guess it's you're traveling up kind of a route, of a like a oh, route. Weird. Cool. But it's almost like you know dirt has falling in, so it does look like ground. But you know you're going up, and you can assume that you're traveling kind of up this. I'm going to call it a tree plateau. And you're still passing forests, you're still passing everything, and all around you you hear something that you're you're kind of accustomed to, Angela, but not at this volume. Mm-hmm. There is life here. There are more birds that you've ever than you've ever heard. Uh, birds that you've actually never you have no idea what that sound is, and that kind of definitely freaks you out. I hope some. It's a bird. Yeah, you hope it's a bird. Um, you hear crickets, you hear, uh, like, you know, running feet, howling wolves. There's just so much life in this, just almost deafening, of course, until Puffer puffs out and releases a monster roar, and that silences everything. Hmm. I'm sounding like a dragon. Good dragon. Talvi, don't fall off the root. Ah, oh, sorry. <laughs> Okay, so you guys are continuing. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to assume, or maybe you just tell me, as you're walking, are you telling Talvi about the Vanguard and what you found? Yes. Okay, so we don't, we don't need to have that conversation right now. Talvi, you, you get the idea right. of Vanguard, they, do, they, they can do crazy stuff with the souls, putting it in machines. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you hear that the Vanguard uh, released the drow vi- virus, uh, which is actually absolutely fascinating to you. Of course. You probably ask a million questions that they have no idea. Like, what's the incubation period? And, and Gwen like, just keeps on saying, shut up. <laughs> yeah, shut up. <laughs> Basically. So, I can't believe you just, you, you walked away, you didn't find the basic information. No, they had some. They have a page. Yeah, but no, exactly. They have a page. The rest of just, the incubation, how can you even look without knowing what the incubation period is? It's, oh. Kai turns around and gets, like, unnervingly close to Talvi's face and says, we found out that the drow do not like fire, and then kind of makes an explosion motion in between him and Talvi's face. Right, fire. 
And speaking of that, as soon as you say, there is an explosion behind you, which I do not notice. Yeah. <laughs> probably about, I would say, I don't know, five minutes away. You, you see it in the distance, and there's just an explosion. Did he give me any of those berry things that he took? Because I think I just saw something explode. No, I saw it too. Okay. Yeah, Angela, everybody, yeah. you guys lead. As you're just standing there, everybody just kind of leans to the side to look over your shoulder. <laughs> Angela just kind of doesn't even yeah. have to. Yeah. And there is there was a fireball fly, fired into the air. Uh, since we're like literally on a tree heading into more trees, is the, is the fire spreading? Are we talking like forest no. fire? No. Okay. This tree has like fields. It almost sounds like I said. It is a giant. Land I think you're tree. Still relatively no, it, oh, it is something. Uh, you don't see any forest fires, but you know that's a good thing to fear, maybe. But there is a there was a fireball f- thrown into the air recently. Not so much magical fireball, more like something exploded. Okay. So the trees out here explode. Your guess is as good as mine. Right. We should investigate. All right. <laughs> Let's head towards the stuff that's exploding. Great. That All seems right. wise. Okay. Looks down at his feet again. Well, come on. And he takes off. Good. Faster you've ever seen him travel. Why didn't you do that before? <laughs> okay. Well, then I'm going to assume you guys are going to follow him. Yeah. Uh, yeah, David, you have to. Yeah. David, you break from Idiot. the brush. And <laughs> break from the brush uh, with not a care in the world uh, of like danger. And right in front of you, you see what looks to be... And one of those iron tanks from the uh, from the the Vanguard base. This one completely crisp and roasted and rusted. It almost looks like. And around that tank, you see several bodies, or I should just say, several pieces of mm-hmm. bodies scattered. Uh, my character has a talent for finding these tanks, considering <laughs> his background. <laughs> um. And you said it looks rusted. It looks like uh, it looks rusted. Okay. Is it moving? No, no. It is. It is on fire. Oh, okay. This one's mine too. It turns around. There's no one else there yet. Two minutes later. Yep. This one's mine too. This one's this one's mine too. You guys run in and you see exactly what I said. There was a field. Uh, it's a little bit more gravelly, uh, though. It looks more like wood chippy, and. Uh, you see right there in the middle of the field, body parts, some armor laying around, and also a burning tank. So what can take out a tank? I don't know. Whatever it is, it's no more than five minutes away. Considering that I didn't know what a tank was until I met you, don't know. Yeah. I'm Gwen is looking around. Not sure. I'm totally clueless as well. Okay, well, there's nobody around you see right now. If... Uh, you just see the people laying there around the tank. Some not moving. Well, all of them not moving right yeah. now. Uh, Tabi looks well, at the dwarf like, so uh, this is your department, right? I mean, your ancestors? Uh, yes, my great ancestors. You're right. So, so I should probably go and poke it, shouldn't I? Right. Yeah. Talvi, stay back. All right. All right, fine. Talvi, stay back. I'll see if anybody else, if anyone here needs anything but last rites. All right. So you two are approaching. Yes. All right. David, mm-hmm. as you're approaching with Jesus' his character, uh, you, you you walk by bodies and you see that a lot of them, uh, they look like they're body parts. 
just been ripped apart, scarred. You find a few faces of humans uh, who have been horrifically mauled. Uh, their armor that they're wearing, uh, just out of character to give you guys an idea what they look like. They look a little bit like that Starship Trooper armor. They have the helmet. They have, it, it's bulky. When you touch it, uh, Jesus, you're, it, it feels a little bit, it's soft metal, almost. It, this metal, it's definitely hard. You, you try to stab, uh, you know, prod the armor and it doesn't dent or it doesn't scratch, though something scratched it recently. But, this definitely feels like a very light armor. This is amazing. I'm a proficient in smithing, so this is fascinating to me. It's like, oh, this is amazing. Right. So only thing you see is just destruction of human life. Jesus, you approach the burning tank. And as you approach it, you you know, uh, you, you, you walk around. And uh, it looks like it just erupted right here. Now, the weird thing that you found is this. As you approach it and you're, like, looking around, the, the fire is already dying down because there's nothing really catching. Not even the wood chips under it. But all around you, and you look down, you step, and you find a dagger. It is like it kind it, – it is almost like a ring of daggers were left. Of various size, some chips, some broken, some rusted, some not. Some are uh, made of anant- uh, adamantite, some uh, made of steel, some made of iron. And in the very center of the tank, you see sticking out of the hatch, uh, a hatch that looks like it's been blown open, is a giant, compl- destroyed, but it looks like a bastard sword. So... Like, did it look like the daggers are coming out of the ground like a trap? Or no, did it say, no, it looks or, like someone really okay. just, they just grabbed a bunch of daggers, put them in a wheelbarrow, and then just rolled them around this uh, tank. Art students, man. Art <laughs> students, absolutely. On the chocolate acorns. <laughs> so I think someone's working on an art project and just placed swords and daggers, or just straight daggers around. Oh, these are daggers. Okay. Yeah, these, daggers. Are, these are daggers, some short sword actually. Yeah. So it's daggers, short swords, and then there's a giant bastard okay. sword that's been blown to bits, but it's sticking out of the hatch that's been launched, like ripped off. All right, so there's daggers and short swords around the tank and some sort of giant bastard sword coming out of the tank. Was it a, is there, are there sword monsters? No. Something happened here with swords. Can I can so I investigate see if it's like a, it was like a trap or someone was like was trying to attack the thing with? Uh... You can make an investigation roll. I yeah. mean, anybody who wants to make an investigation roll, you can. Mm-hmm. Uh, Talvi, yeah, you're making making. Uh, I'm going to do a kind of a read magic. Is there some sort of read magic or that detect magic? Arcana. Arcana. Yeah. arcana yep. Make an arcana roll, and that's wisdom. Yeah, I got a four. I'm like, so swords, they're a thing. You think? Here's your theory. Uh huh. No, this was actually intelligence, not wisdom. Oh, well. I'm sorry, intelligence. It's all right. So with a plus five, I got a 14 on that. Okay, perfect. I'll get to you in a second. Uh, Jesus, this is what you think. You think this is probably a weapons... Uh, you think they are selling weapons, and they were probably taken by orcs or ogres, and the weapons were left behind because they weren't nice enough. <sighs> We've got some fashionable ogres, ogres and orcs we got to worry about, guys. Excuse me? I mean, seriously, look at them. These are prime weaponry. The orcs decided to leave it behind when they attacked this tank. 
those guys are idiots. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. and the half orc is just like. No, no, you got a human half. It's all right. Anyway, the but swords. You do see the from what you know from the explosion. From you know, it's, it's burning a little bit, but you you also it, this entire tank has been clawed, like maybe from a, 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 a like a tusk. So orcs do seem yeah, maybe, yeah. and they have clawed hands, so it, it's it, it's possible. Uh, David, did you roll? Uh, yeah. What'd you get? Uh, sixteen. A sixteen. Mm-hmm. What you're starting to know from this: these bodies have been here for days. Mm. I wouldn't even say days. I would almost say it's it's a little bit weird. This, their bodies seem like they've been decomposed. Mm-hmm. But you find as if they've been touched by like like someone tried to regrow skin on them and then that decomposed. So, yeah, it seems a little bit like uh, you kind of push away some of the skin and you find a more de- like a, a, a really decomposed. It seems like they've been dead for like a month, and something kind of tried to raise them with more skin and make them look presentable, and then it died again. I relay this information. Um... With all the with all the candor of somebody who's like reciting what happened on Daredevil last night, uh, as I'm taking out my my uh, my work tools and I'm trying to dig a hole to bury them. Okay, so yeah. you start that, Talvi. You're starting to sense something. Uh, there's a little bit of, of something about about the ring around the uh, ring around the tank. Yeah, but the real magic is you're detecting. Just kind of, you're getting a sense towards something yeah. pulling you towards are the bodies. You 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 do not have any practice in this sort of magic, and you would never touch it because this is a darker side of magic. It almost feels like the the, the, the school of necromantic tech, uh, powers, right? But it doesn't feel as blighted as most necromancy of like it, it, it feels a little bit like they. It's touching between life magic and death magic, and it kind of found a grave. All right, yeah. So uh, you know, as everybody's looking around, like you see Talby, like go around uh, Gwen, like, oh, that's that's fascinating. He, like pokes one of the arms with uh, with his staff. Like, don't touch it. I'm not touching it. I'm, that's that's what I've got the quarter staff for. Look at that. That's that not why Dad carved that for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It, it, it's it's mine now, and if I want to poke <laughs> dead bodies with it, I can. Mm-hmm. Besides, these aren't just dead bodies. I think they're some kind of undead. I don't know if they're undead. I mean, they're dead now, but maybe they're reanimated. Yeah, I don't want to say. I mean, this, the magic here isn't. This is magic, by the way. I, I would know because I'm an expert at magic. But there's it's they're like reanimated in some way, not. Not like nothing I've ever read about before. This is so strange. Poke, poke, poke. Stop poking. Yeah. As soon as you like, you're, <laughs> if they've you, been undeaded yeah. once, it can happen again. As he's poking, and he says, "Of course," yeah. and they're like, "I can poke what I want." <laughs> you hit a belt, mm-hmm. and something—it's a box on the belt with uh, like a like a, like a screen—and mm-hmm. suddenly you hear a voice chirping from it. That's the life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Detection. 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 It's kind of a, it's a speaking box. Yeah. Uh, Gwen reaches down and she uh, pulls the 
Can, can I pull it off the belt or whatever? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You pull you, you pull it off and it holds it, – it, it's in your hands and it has like a little uh, a cord. But as soon as you lift it up towards the sky, it almost seems like it detects it because an antenna begins lifting itself up like, yeah. high towards the sky. Yeah. First at like you. four feet. Uh, first like four inches, eight inches, two feet, four feet, eight feet, 16 feet. And it's not even like it's like – it's almost like it doesn't even exist. It's not. It doesn't make it unbalanced or anything. It's an incredibly light, almost like a string-like substance. And suddenly, the the the, the screen and the 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 speaker or the the screen in front of you begins flickering. Yeah. And it says, "Mana storm detected. Mana storm detected. What the hell is a mana storm? Mana storm detected. Seek shelter. Mana storm detected." Right, we have time to figure that out later. Shelter, shelter. I got that word out. Mana storms. Yeah. I'm going to have you roll your librarian. Yeah. yeah. Which is another intelligence yeah. roll, and I'm okay, going to give you, and I give you a plus two for research or uh, yeah. oh, Arcana. Arcana. Yeah, so let's just do it over yeah. Arcana again. So yeah. So just whatever this comes up plus five. Whoa. Yeah. Eighteen plus five. Wow. Twenty-three. Your librarian doesn't drink. He is a strict. He believe the only thing he drinks is milk. Right. Until New Year's Day. And that is the one time he will get blitzed on uh, on the rum that they loves. And at one point when you were trying to, you know, keep him from unor- he, when he gets incredibly drunk, he decides the best thing to do is to reorganize the library. Oh god. And you have Definitely do not understand the process, nor does he of his organization or process after he becomes sober. Right. Uh, so you distracted him by telling, you know, getting, you know, asking him the, t- you know, questions, which he loves to drone on about. And one time he droned on about magic, magic storms. And the idea is this. If there is a large amount of Magic, any type, mm-hmm. evocation, illusion. If it's a large amount of that, a certain type of magic in an area, to the point where it's being absorbed into the land, into the trees, into the sky, it's so infused that the very weather can start being channeled by it and being manipulated by it until you not only get rain or, or thunder or lightning or hail or tornadoes, but those are infused with that type of magic. So you could have a thunderstorm of fireball if there's a lot of fire evocation uh, magic going on. You don't know what type of magic's going on in this area. Uh, Healing magic, fingers crossed. But it is incredibly dandy. And not only that, because you actually made that joke of like, oh, well, help with healing magic. It is chaotic magic. So even if it is a healing spell, imagine a healing spell that won't stop for five hours so your entire body keeps growing tumors. Mm. So this is not something like, well, let's hope let's hope it's illusions and they're sexy ladies. No, it drives people mad. <laughs> it's just sexy elves falling lifeless from the sky. <laughs> Elf NATO, you guys! Let's make that movie! Uh, well, the song has already been written, and it's called "It's Raining Men." Yeah. <laughs> so that is that is known to you. It's a it's a uh, storm infused uh, storm. In, uh, it's called the storm infused, all right, or an infused storm, right? 
But a mana storm sounds a lot like that. Could very well be that. Yeah. So yeah, it's like, listen, I, I'm not entirely sure if that thing's talking about what what, what I know about. But if it's even half as bad as what I'm thinking, we need we, it's right. We need to get to shelter right now because fire raining from the skies, sexy elves. <laughs> it, it it never ends. It's, it's which, com- which comes first? They might be on fire. <laughs> Sexy elves on fire. Sexy elves on fire. Look, point is, we need guys. We just we just described the most banging metal cover for an album. (laughs) Elves on fire from from the sky with a guy from the sky with a guitar solo. Yeah, Yeah. but but either way, but still horrifying. Uh, So point is, we need shelter. We need shelter, and we need shelter now before this thing hits. Okay, Uh, you need more than just like hiding under a tree. Right, you need like a protected. Maybe like a a house would be able to be help you, but what's better if you could find something that's warded? Right. You look around, and this is uh, everybody make an investigation roll. You are so nice. fucking high. <laughs> so high, right? Nineteen. Nice. Yeah, he's got it because I've got a. Okay, a you guys, like, okay, we need shelter, and you literally all just spin around. Fire house. Fire house. Fire house. Gotta hide. Jesus. <laughs> oh, God, it's just like the old woman said. <laughs> you don't know what's to your left into the brush. You don't know what's to your right into the brush. And you don't know, and you don't know really what's behind you other than scorpions. <laughs> <laughs> but you do find the tracks. They're old, but they're the tracks from the, uh, the, uh, the tank leading pretty much straight ahead. That is something that you might consider as it might have a place to be, but it's the only trail you know. Guys, there's only one place we could possibly go, wherever this tank came from. I've heard worse ideas. Also, unless you want to be murdered by fiery elves. No. Everywhere. Exploding. Nope. Let's Destruction. Go. Okay. So you guys are starting to run yes. quickly. But not before picking up the most sparkly dagger in the circle. Great, great. It's actually... Um, it, well, you're, you're hallucinating, so actually it's the shittiest dagger. Uh, the dagger, uh, it gives you two advantages per attack. Yay! Oh. So you roll three two dice. Advantages? Yeah, this is a... You grab the best the dagger. Yep. Does anybody else want to grab one? Sure. I'm running. Well, no, actually, stats like that. No, actually, can I grab... Is it, is it the bastard sword is blown up? Oh, the bastard sword is completely blown up. Alright, So now it's smaller bastard <laughs> blades. All right. Yeah. No, no, just I have my axe. Right, does anybody else want to grab any? Of his I'm running. Oh, yeah, cool. My character would run. You guys are running, and you guys break off like a bat out of hiney for the first five minutes, and then after a while, you realize it's still a sunny day out, and it's still nice, and the birds are still chirping, and everything's okay, but you're still traveling down this trail. Uh, Talvi, Talvi, of course, this wasn't some sort of weird storm with fiery elves. Those take the storms do take time. I mean, it depends on how great their detection. Yep. It could be forming. It might not come in, like, the next five minutes. It might come in, like, an hour or two. Listen, magic takes time. All right? You keep saying that. Like, because it's true. No, that's just your excuse because you're really bad at it. <laughs> I'm not that bad at it. <laughs> See? Thunder. <laughs> Thunder in the distance. And then you pause, and then you look up, and way, I mean, you, well, you can't see because the, the treetops. Tree so mm. uh, you hear thunder. There is something you could do in order to see how far it is away. Someone could climb a tree. Or, can I pause it? I have survival. You mm. still would need, to, yeah. If you would, here's the thing. You still need to get to the top of the tree in order to see it. Uh, but if you got high enough, you could see and kind of estimate, like, uh, uh, guesstimate 
like, you know how far it is. Um, you don't have to go on, like, an individual branch. You can just climb a tree, but you would have to make a climb tag first. Yes. Yes, you get up there, survival. I'm just going to combine them both. Uh, you get up there, and as you climb and poke your head out of the canopy, you see a in, uh, incredibly purple cloud. Almost, It's like blackish purple. It's kind of beautiful in its own way. Uh, David, you're also mm-hmm. seeing clouds, uh, <laughs> but they're coming out of Jesus' mouth yep. at this point. And they're uh, glowing, and I hail them all hail the glow clouds. <laughs> why, why are but you staring Angela, at me right now? Yeah. Angela, you see a cloud that's forming, and it's small, but it's starting to expand as if it's getting energy. And you see... It's kind of like when you view uh, a, 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 a mirage in the distance. It's kind of like that shimmering. It looks like there's a lot of shimmering under it, as if it's collecting energy from all around. There's a purple cloud. See, that's that's it. That's that's the infused sort of the, the mana storm I was talking about. It will about. be upon you in about five hours. No, oh, we got time. You're. It's it's coming from behind you. It's chase not chasing just you. But if you would just stay here and wait, it will hit you within about four hours. But if you move your ass, you might be able to outrun it for five. Can I see, is there anything in the direction that we're heading? Like, can I see maybe where this tank came from to get an idea of how much farther we've got Make to a perception check. Just uh, it has to be above ten. Well, then yeah. You made it? Yep, because I've got a plus two, and I forget what... In yeah, the distance, three. you think you see a glitter of something. It's far. It's probably, guess what, around five hours away, if you book it. But there is something glittering. You can't tell what it is, but it occasionally catches... Like, the sun occasionally catches it. That's the only thing you see. Other than that, you see trees on trees on trees on trees. All right, so I climb back down. All right. There is a... Scare quotes, mana storm, massive eye roll, (laughs) about four hours behind us. There's something up ahead about five hours ahead of us if we run. We might be able to make up that difference and and get to this shiny place on the hill uh, before mana storm catches up to us. Any chance we could get there with a slight jog, perhaps, instead of running? (laughs) (laughs) Well, yes, for you, sure. (laughs) Sure. Uh... All right, well, let's let's go then. Do we want to carry each other's backpacks just to see what it's like to be ourselves? No. 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 All right. (laughs) <laughs> is oh, really wait, no, actually, I, I take off my backpack and I hand it to you and you just go like, huh? mm. I'm tired of being Gwen. <laughs> <laughs> oh. You carry such a burden. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was about to say. Oh, Gwendolyn's life is burdened with responsibility. Is <laughs> that my name? <laughs> okay, with another crack from the distance, uh, you guys, I'm guessing, is booking it? Yeah, yep. pretty much. Yep. Athletics roll, everybody. Yeah. The fur, uh... Yeah, just uh, difficulty ten because it's it, you just have to fuck you dice. Fuck Nat you. twenty. Wow. Nat twenty. <laughs> Holy shit. shit. All right. Eighteen. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna I, say no. I I I kept Gwen's bag because <laughs> I I stated that I was going to try to experience and better know here's someone. What, no, here's what I'm gonna do. The nat twenties are gonna see. Yeah. <laughs> you are. <laughs> you're 
gun is the guy who somewhere okay I'm, we're just gonna do a quick cut to the the village your yep. uh what was it Tre- uh, Trezabon yep. and Bay is just kind of sitting there smoking his pipe and then finally he says God I really hope he didn't take that uh, acorn immediately like, <laughs> that's more of a thing that you take right before bedtime. <laughs> Yeah, okay, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. And it goes back to it's you. Just like considering considering the sunset and takes a puff up at his pipe, he's like, No, I'm not a doctor. <laughs> so you are You're getting confused, like you're running really quickly, and then you just kinda of stop and you're like, Oh god, we made it. And then you like this happens every like thirty minutes. Like you and the what you're what you guys assume what's happening is it's it, this is a long run. Even all of you guys making that twenties, it's not as bad for some reason. Uh, Tavi, this is long for you. You guys are continuously yeah. running, especially when you're a nerd. in order to make your way. Like Dave, what David's doing is basically in order to make it not feel like one long journey. He's giving himself a goal. Like mm-hmm. I'm just going to make it to that that fucking trunk over there. I made it. We're done. It's like no, you have to keep on going. <laughs> but you guys, literally at the end, uh, as you guys are running, actually, it's starting to. There's less birds. There's less sounds of crickets. As if you see birds actually taking off like a bat in hell. Deers are bolting uh, ahead of you. It's like everybody's trying to get out of the way of the storm. And the wind is starting to pick up. And by the the fourth hour, you're starting to feel uh, the water starting to hit your back. And it's almost, it's, it's very refreshing, but there's almost like a feeling of that you're, someone's giving you a massage on the muscle over and over again and it's not stopping to the point where your muscles Uh, like ow uh, so at first it feels like oh god i feel like all this life energy and after a while it's like oh god stop stop working my back stop touching me (laughs) stop touching me you guys by the end are just dragging david as things are starting to thunder uh you 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 pass a couple of uh you you see a bird that's been flying slammed out in front of you it's apparently it's flew through uh, the Amana storm, and its entire body has different beaks poking out of it. Uh, you think maybe it was actually a flock? Yeah, we totally have one. We we totally have one of those moments from a comedy where it's like it just lands, and we're all like, oh, <laughs> and then it explodes. No! Oh! Everywhere. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is a. Uh, it's just growths on everything, and then you're starting to realize, like, huh, maybe that's why the trees are just on trees, on trees, on trees. But you're still running and to the point where you're starting to feel angela you're starting to feel your arms like numbing <laughs> jesus your calves feel like they're just a little too tight for your pants <laughs> uh Tauvi, your ears have always been kind of big and they just feel a little bit bigger now and your nose aches and you are high as a kite yep. kai and you have made it <laughs> wait what and then they're picking you up again and they're dragging you And you guys are running, and just as you feel like you're about to just start outgrowing your clothing, you stumble through a bubble. Ah. A dome. And you collapse, and your body feels like it's been cleansed of that excess energy. And right now, you look back, and you are inside another dome. Uh, okay, can we go back out? Yep. Okay. And just as you poke it to go out, you you see like a a deer like stumble towards the dome, and you notice you kind of realize you think a lot of the animals are trying to get here. 
uh, it's trying to get towards you, uh, try, towards the dome, and uh, one of the deers make it through, and as soon as it goes, all that cancerous growth is ridded of it. But another deer, its like legs like lock up, falls down like an inch away from the dome, and then it just keeps on growing, growth ah. and growth and growth until yeah. it just kind of just a squirming mass of muscle. Before that happens, can I drag it into the dome? Yeah, as yeah, you grab its antler and pull it in, and as you it, it's like it's just cutting away at all that goo and grope and grossness. And then as soon as you pull it up, it sits up, looks around. Both deer right looks back. like both deer kind of look at you, tilt their head, and then they take off running. Aww. But it is in fact alive. <laughs> but you look back to where you like where you would assume like the tumor like leftovers would be. There's not. It's just it got rid of all the energy. That's disgusting. <laughs> See? I'm a stormer. You believe Don't this is death. Don't act like you know. <laughs> I know! It's... She, I told you, life and the other... And the, and the thing I was you smoking. You said flaming elves. Well, it could be. <laughs> Magic is, 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 is... You know, anything is possible. Restoration. This is a restoration spell. Yeah. Definitely what's going on. And it kind of goes back to those bodies you found. Where they looked like they were being... Like, skin was regrowing on them, even though they were dead. They probably were there for a while, and they right. just kept on being healed, and then they die. And healed! They were already dead. I mean, their souls are gone. Yeah. But their bodies just kept on healing, and then dying. Yeah. Ew. All right. So, we live here now. <laughs> no. You guys look around, and it is dark by this point. Talvi, you need... You, you can't see in the dark like everybody else can. That's all right. Duke. Light! And the tip of my staff lights up. Oh, does it do that? Yeah, yeah. well, no, cantrip. It's straight up base Fuck cantrip. Yeah. I yeah. can do that at will. Uh, no problem. Uh, light is a cantrip. David is staring at your claw. <laughs> <laughs> I move the staff. Like, How long does that acorn last? What acorn? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're starting to feel a little better. I mean, here's the thing. As you traveled, the restoration was starting to counter the effects, but oh, yeah. you're still a little trippy. Yep. You're still a little bit, your legs feel... Where everybody else doesn't feel numb, your mm-hmm. legs still feel like, hey, we're not going to walk until you tell us, sir. Oh, okay. Oh, All this right. game again. I see how it is. <laughs> I just look, I sit Lefty up and look right, down. Yeah. At, I sit up and I look down at my legs. We meet again. <laughs> but, but, yeah, so I like, Okay. What you see, I mean, Tavi, the entire area around you is, is it's kind of like a, um, you see outlines of, of, jo- of, Giant trunks. And as you wave your uh, staff around, you realize that you are in the very bottom of a tree fortress almost. Hmm. There are, there is four trees on the outside and then there's a center tree. And as you look up, you see there's platforms on the tree and then you see bridges. And as you guys are all seeing this as well with your dark vision as well, suddenly you see from the center tree sparks. And oh. then you start hearing from uh, from uh, above you the whine of almost like a uh, like a, um, a windmill. <laughs> and suddenly all that energy that's hitting the 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 out of uh, the the, glo- the dome, it suddenly starts collecting against the dome as if like congealing. And then slowly but certainly, the the energy from the storm basically starts, uh, almost looks like a tentacle as they're like slithering through the dome itself. 
not towards you guys, but it's being attracted to the center tree. It hits the tree, and that that whine of engine sounds, and suddenly, all above you, all the platforms, a dim glow of light appears. Light much yeah. like your staff. This is magical. Right. But I hate this place. <laughs> the, this tree fort, what you think is happening, is it, it's taking all that magic that's going on in the mana storm, and it's reusing it to power the magic uh, of lights and stuff of the city. Right, so yeah, I, so well, it's beautiful. This is yeah. this is not engineering. This is artwork. Oh, this this was me. I no. turned on the lights. I okay. It wasn't completely <laughs> me. I, Thank I, you. I may have triggered it no. with like my spells. <laughs> no, maybe. No. I magic. Anyway, so point Flood, is, yeah. Yeah. floodlights come down. Oh, we've been spotted. Yeah. Oh boy, good job. And you guys, oh, you stay in there for a while, and you're like, oh, we've been spotted. Nothing. All around you, it almost feels like it's like daylight. That's how bright it is. Everything around you is day, even though when you look outside, it's just surrounded by. You see the storm still mm-hmm. brewing, and wind, and rain, and thunder, and it's dark out. But here, it's like a mini daytime. The deers are jumping around. The rabbits are happy. Boar, some wolves are just kind of sitting there saying, like, okay, this is going to be sweet. <laughs> yep. You know, but every, it is a very calming effect here. But yeah, the, there's nobody coming down for you. How large is this dome in comparison to, or yeah, obviously it's estimate, um, but in comparison to Trezabon? It's a lot smaller. Okay. Trezabon had farmland. This seems to be probably the size, each, each tree, it's it's definitely taller. It, where Trezabon was long, this is tall. Okay. Uh, every tree is as big as I'd say like a warehouse, and but it has multiple levels. Mm-hmm. And the center tree is as big as like I don't know a, a, a stadium. Wow. Yeah, it is. This is big, but Trezabon is probably a lot bigger. So it's no longer like a spotlight has found us so much as there's just ambient light everywhere. It's not yep. like I could step out of the spotlight. No. Okay. Right. Cool. All right. Well, I mean, at least we're safe from the mana storm. Mana storm in here. And uh, may as well explore. Maybe there's uh, supplies or something we can use. We should find a place to get some rest as well. We just ran. You guys are exhausted. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I can't believe I did that. I'm the greatest dwarf runner that has ever existed. You're very quiet, too. Ah, <laughs> damn it. Sorry. Hey, hey Zeus, by the way... um. Uh, we're an audio podcast. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, when I get into this character, I just want to be stoic and low Yeah, voice. no, I, I feel like at this point, you're going to get inspiration uh, given to you by Billy, because when you move your lips, our listeners will just have to imagine what you're saying. <laughs> so, like, like it's kind of like a choose-your-own-adventure listeners. You can now decide what Jesus' character is trying to say. <laughs> I am doing things. Okay, <laughs> but things. Yeah, you guys are at the base of these trees. Like, there are, like I said, it, within, within here, there are five trees. Four on the outside and one in the center. And they're all linked by bridges, and you guys are just looking up at these platforms. Is there any obvious way to reach the platforms from down here? Uh, you guys are starting to walk around. And you are exhausted and things like that, but you eventually... I'm about ready to just camp against the base of a tree. Yeah. yeah. Call it good. If you guys want to, you can. Uh, but you do after, like, you walk around for 15 minutes, just kind of like looking, and you do find what looks to be like a... Uh, it looks what happens is it goes and collects water from like a small stream here, and there's like little buckets, 
Oh, cool. And it just keeps on going up. And it seems to be automatic again right now because it's being fed by that energy. So it picks up water, carries it all up to a platform. So it's a, like a conveyor? Yeah, it's yeah. a conveyor. Uh, and the buckets are fairly big. Like one of you could each fit inside one. So that is that is one way to get up. Or you can just hold on to the rope and just dangle. But mm-hmm. yeah, it is that is the only way it seems that you can get up. I'm going in a bucket. Oh, so Jesus is like, fuck it. <laughs> so Jesus is leaping into a bucket. Yep. Yeah, it's a bath and it's a mode of transport. Oh, God, I feel so clean right now. So clean. Yeah. Bucket. All right. Bucket oh, it is. You guys are... I try to climb in a bucket and I'm too big, so I have to just hold the rope. <laughs> you could fit in the bucket. Nope. It's more about nope. like you kind of have to lean out of it, but you kind of have a foot into a bucket. <laughs> you guys are carried up uh, onto a platform. And Jesus, you're the first one to get up there, so you stumble out of the bucket before it goes back, drops the water into a bowl, and then goes back down again. You're easily able to just, like, disengage and jump onto the platform. I really hope we didn't just contaminate these people's drinking water. I'm sure they'll live if they're alive. Yeah, yeah, well, you turn around, and Jesus, you let out, you hear Jesus let out a startled, Yeah, no, as you guys get up, uh, you all pull yourself from Mm -hmm. this, uh, onto the platform, uh, you see Jesus holding his weapon, mm-hmm. and you guys are all facing. It looks like ghosts, completely ignoring you. They're going about their day, just talking, nodding. You don't hear anything from them, but it's just simply blue. It looks like a blue outline of people, elves, definitely high elves. Just walking, bowing their heads, going about. You see people fixing this technology that you're in. You see uh, children running around. You see a marketplace. You see a guy juggling or doing magic. Magic! Hmm. You see all this going on, but they do not seem to even notice you. Uh-huh. But around that, you see, you know, you, you might see an outline of people like doing like trades. Like, hey, I'm trading at a stall. And the stall is, right now, the real stall, what's left of it, not the ghostly image, is completely burned and torn down. Hmm. There are bodies, skeletal bodies, laying all around, and people are just walking by them. You see burn marks along the tree, as if it's been fired upon. That's uh, no longer burning, but it definitely shows fire damage. But people don't seem to be noticing that. You are both staring at an average, everyday scene in front of you, and a graveyard. Okay. Don't touch it, Tally. Yeah, I was like already like nope. reaching out to other one. Like, okay, fine. <laughs> yeah, you kind of pause, and the woman just passes with her kids, uh, bows her head towards somebody, and talks, and then continues moving. Uh, these are all high elves. You can tell. There's no wood elves. Surprisingly, David. Hmm. Yeah, that is weird. We're in giant trees, guys. Oh, fucking gentrification. Yes, yes that's the weird part. <laughs> Uh, you guys take a step forward, and Angela, your uh, foot comes down on a dagger. And ah, you, like stabbing me? No, no, no. <laughs> you just here's a clank, and you look down, and you see that once again there is weapons littered all around. I mean, there are bodies yeah. littered all around, but you, you just foot comes down on a dagger. Nothing too painful. Just clank, clank. I take the dagger. Yep, uh, two advantages. Woot. And uh, yeah, this entire city is just. That's it. It is you, on, the, on this platform. I mean, when you look across the bridge, uh, one of the bridges are down. Mm-hmm. Uh, you guys are on the blue. Okay. 
We uh, have a map. Yeah, we have a map. One of the bridges is down, but the other one, like I said, it looks like this entire city with all the platforms. Everyone has a single platform in a tree. It's filled with uh, like cuts and uh, and places to do business, and all of them have ghostly images working through them. Mm-hmm. Right now, you're on the I would say the northwestmost uh, platform, uh, and the only bridge that you have linked to is towards the center tree. Right, Let's try to find a place with as few of this gesturing at like mm-hmm. ghost people as possible, and just sleep, and we'll move on. Agreed. Right. Yeah, that's it. Let's do that. Okay. You guys, uh, here's here, here's the awkward thing. You like you would go into a like you find a hut that's abandoned, mm-hmm. and then you'll go in there and you'll start making camp, and then suddenly the door will open or a ghostly door will open, and then people will walk in and they'll just have a conversation or look like they're having a conversation about you know bread, a grocery. So. It's kind of like you trying to find a place where the ghosts did, weren't going whenever this was happening, but it's, it, it's everywhere. But you end up finding a granary that doesn't seem like you guys are sleeping on grain because no one's really messing with the grain. Occasionally a ghost will walk in and like do, like do, do some measurements and walk out. But you guys finally just camp on top of like a, like a sheet, uh, and underneath are filled with like acorns that's been ground up by into like fine dust. And you guys are going to take a watch? Yep. Okay. So you need three watches. First. I'll take a second and... Third. I actually, once I take watch, I don't need to sleep again. So. Oh. Um, Good night. So, yep. All right, cool. All right, first watch. Angela. Yo. Uh, roll a uh, d20. Anything above 10, tell me. 14. What you see... At some point, um, during the night, you're just kind of sitting there. And for a second, just for a little while, as a ghost person walks by the window, and you just kind of toss a glance towards it, you think you hear footsteps. There's been no sound here other than, like, the animals down below, but you think you hear a footsteps almost. But when you go out there, there's none. All right. Okay. And once again, I should also bring out, uh, even in the buildings, it feels like it's light time. Mm-hmm. Light. It's daytime. It's like, it's, it's like everywhere. There's no shadows. It's just, you are daylight. Mm-hmm. So some of you have to like, kind of wrap your like face in like, I don't know, cloth, cloth in order yeah. to. Uh, David. The dwarf totally has a nighttime, like, oh yeah. Uh, a little st- eye mask. Yeah, a little yes. eye mask. What are you talking about? He just wraps his beard around. <laughs> <laughs> He would. If his beard was grown. Uh, they used to call me Nomi. <laughs> okay. They used to? It's okay. only used to because you don't live there anymore. So they used to. Wow. Yeah, okay. 24. David, you're sitting there mm-hmm. just kind of playing with uh, – do you guys have a fire? Do you start a fire or anything or are you just kind of uh, Is it – what's the temperature like? Is it cold? It's cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we earned it. Yeah, yeah, you. There is a fire area. You think where probably if someone had to watch the grain, they would start it. So you have like a fireplace going. Mm-hmm. So you're just kind of sitting there, staring outside the window. Mm-hmm. Everybody's sleeping, and suddenly, one a ghost image walks in of a woman, and she she just does her. She's passed in like a few times, and you realize like this is a routine. She does this every couple hours. Mm-hmm. Does the same exact thing every couple hours. Hmm. No deviation. She trips over the same board, rolls her eyes, goes and checks some things. 
But this time, as she does the same exact thing, I'm making someone... small marks in the uh, in the grain for every time she comes in, just to entertain yeah. myself. But yeah, this time as she trips and falls, well, trips and rolls her eyes and you know keeps on. As she's leaving, a person slips through a blue image, and then Bay is walking towards you, and then he settles down right in front of you. My character is visibly shocked by this, Master. Oh, don't be an asshole. You know this is the drugs. Oh, yes, of course. <laughs> of course. Then, uh, how can I help you? Projection of my own self that I am trying to overcome and separate with. It's an interesting thing, the Vanguard. How so? They understand biology. They understand technology. Even in a bit of acorn, I can shadow lock a small portion of myself to give you guidance, to give you knowledge. You're not really speaking to Bay. I am an aspect, a glimmer, a piece of him that I passed on to you. Okay. <laughs> uh, Kai just kind of looks around at the sleeping images of his friends like, is anyone else? No? Okay. Turns back to, uh, to Sensei. Um, alright, then guide me, I guess. He stands up and starts taking off his pants, and well, then he folds I, them. Even as soon as he sets them down to the yeah. side, they're just gone, and he yeah. takes a seat down again. The Vanguard. And he's just going, that, that's just a stereotypical. Yeah, there is no piece of bay that doesn't do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so. <laughs> the Vanguard. I joined them because there was something so much more important than myself. That's what they do. They make you realize that you are a part of something greater. But little do you know that you start sacrificing little bits of yourself until you are nothing but a cog. Don't fall for their lies. But that doesn't mean that you need to fall for the lies of the high elves either. In the end, they're all assholes if you ask me. But at least... But at least they didn't do what they what I did to children. But, but, but you... There has to be some sort of... Some sort of explanation for why people would engage in a war that would have them do these things. These horrible things. Has no one looked back and thought we should stop? That's the problem with war. You're too busy fighting and staring at the enemy ahead. You don't have time to look back. And then he's just gone. And you kind of jerk, jerk your head up. Mm-hmm. You weren't sleeping. You, yep. you were meditating this yep. entire time. And you look around and Bay's gone. And on cue, that woman walks in, mm-hmm. you know, you do the little, uh, strike. Yep. And then you guys, and then you guys are done with sleeping. Okay. 